Did it already start? Yeah, it started yesterday. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Casually Kicking It. I'm Ed. We've got Matt. We've got Tom. We've got Nate. So, before we continue with the show, please make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and if um, you get a chance to check out our show on uh, YouTube, which we just started, go ahead and subscribe. That'd be great. We appreciate that. And don't forget to subscribe on all the other uh, platforms, wherever you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartMedia, whatever it is. We'd appreciate it. So without further ado, uh, guys, how you guys been doing? Doing all right, man. Happy to be here. The same thing we've been doing every week. Trying to take over the world. I said stay healthy, but okay. We can take over the world after we stay healthy. After we get through this day, we can take over the world again. I can see that um, Tom is wearing an NFL hat. I'm assuming it's the Peagles, and I'm wearing my NFL hat. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as we all know, Thursday was the start of the NFL draft. And I didn't it was know. A, it was a little different. It was a little different than we've normally seen the NFL draft. Um, it was How all was it done. Because I didn't see it. It was all done virtual. Uh, I guess Dell was doing uh, doing his announcements in his basement. <laughs> Who? Roger Goodell. Oh, yeah, but his basement looks dope, right? Yeah, it did. It <laughs> I would assume being a commissioner of the NFL. His basement yeah. don't, doesn't look like a basement. Um, because like the, NFL, the NFL 2020 uh, draft has, been, has commenced. And you don't you usually like, you, don't, you didn't hear that. <laughs> what, did you, what did you guys think of the draft being done uh, in this form? Rather than the traditional way, of course, which we can't do right now, which is at it was supposed to be in Vegas this year, and and the players walking across the stage receiving the jersey and all that, it's all been basically remotely, and they've been celebrating with their families at home. I think that's pretty cool. I think we've well, they kind of did it already. Like like over the years, there were some people that never went to the. Uh, radio, you know, Radio City Hall, whatever they, and then they do it from home. So I don't, I don't see it as anything different. Well, even though, like, major- the thing is, the majority, like the ones that are like guaranteed to go like first rounds for sure, usually are the ones that go down there in person, and like usually there. anybody, like maybe after second round is usually at home. Right. I think that the. the- the coolest part to me was to see like the general managers and the head coaches at their houses making the picks. You didn't have like the war room like they normally do, but you see like, uh, for example, the Bucks, our uh, general manager, Jason Light, he had his kids there when they were announcing the pick. And then you get to see like everybody's like, you know, like get up and you're like, oh man, this guy's got like three TVs, flat screens in his house. Man, what's going on here? It's pretty cool. Yeah, but it'd be funny if they like, doing the drafting from home and their kids like submit a draft pick that they didn't want by accident or something <laughs> like they hit a button and draft like a, a fantasy, kicker. Like a fantasy <laughs> like football draft. Right. Somebody. That's funny. I don't I know. That'd, so be, that'd, be funny. that'd be something. I did see just now because it's the start of day two. Um, um, as we're recording this episode of Casually Cooking, it's the day two of the draft, which will be rounds two and three. 
they showed a, uh, the picture of Bill Belichick's house and where he would be sitting, and his dog is sitting in the chair. <laughs> they were like, oh, right, let's see Bill Belichick. Is this dog sitting in the chair? I was like, that's the most Belichick thing ever. He doesn't want to be seen. I don't know about the night last night. I didn't get to see their pick because they traded further down, so I didn't get to see if he was on TV or not, but I thought that was pretty funny, though. Uh, so, okay, so – uh, I guess I'll ask Tom first. Tom, uh, are you guys happy with your first pick? Because I didn't – I don't watch, so I don't know who got who. I knew we were going to go for a wide receiver in the first round because we have, like, limited weapons in offense. But Very limited. They were going – like, we got one six uh, – it was – I think he was 6'11". You know, that was the tallest wide receiver we got. Is there such thing as 6'11"? A 6'11"? Yeah, I think so. That's like the tallest wide receiver ever. Yeah. He's like Manute Bowl style. Okay. Is he he like this? He's like... Oh, yeah. (laughs) One from TCU, one uh, one from TCU, one from, I think, LSU, too. LSU would be putting out some receivers. So that's for right now. That's what we got. So um, what about your Bucks? I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy with the Bucks pick because we added to the offensive line, which is what we were assuming they would go to protect your asset and Tom Brady, and that's what we needed to do. I feel like we should make another offensive lineman pick but i don't think they're going to do that in day two right now and actually their pick is up right now i'm watching so we'll see what they pick oh the pick is in already so we'll see what happens but uh, you have to protect the quarterback and yeah but you also need defense though right especially if he's old yeah but we've invested in the past two three years in defensive backs and stuff and we've got to let them grow uh yeah we would like to pick up a defensive player, but um, our right tackle, I don't think we were re-signing him, and he was already in his – like, I mean, he, he barely made it through last season. We needed a right tackle. So uh, we assessed that situation, and that's good. Uh, hopefully now we will move into uh, – I think they're going to go running back. We'll see what happens because just now they took a uh, safety, which we were probably going to take if he was available. So um, we're probably going to go running back now. Um, Yo, just, just pick up another offensive lineman. You already got Peyton Barber. You already got Ronald Jones. Um, Nate, so. I know you're a New York Giants fan. You guys are in a rebuild mode. You guys got a quarterback last year. How do you feel about the picks that you guys made? Because I think you had multiple picks in the first round, right? I know we had the fourth pick, and honestly, I didn't even watch the first round, so I don't know who they picked up yet. I'm a little behind. Um, I Last time I checked, I know the Giants are trying to shop around that fourth pick because right now we need a lot of holes to fill, so they may want to go over quantity, over quality for a little bit because we, we gotta, they got to fix that. They need, like, another offensive lineman, and we need, like, a defense. We need somebody in every level of defense, line, linebacker, and safety in corners. So I gotta. I guess once we get off here, I'll do an assessment as far as their picks and stuff like that. Probably talk to my brother because like he knows he follows more collegiate football than I do. So. Um. All right. So the Bucks. 
picked now, and they picked the safety. All right. Okay. Another safety. Here we go. <laughs> no, let's talk about the fact how we just got Gronkowski. Uh, got yeah, Gronk. that totally came out of the blue. No one saw that one coming. Like I didn't see I didn't. it coming. That was totally a surprise. Um, and, I was, I, and I know we I, talked. Huh? And I, was, and I know we was texting back and forth about it, so we was going to save this for the show. And uh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Because I, I know we were talking, texting each other back well, and forth. Well, um, I think Gronk is – a tight end that he's not going to start every down uh we're going to use him situationally which if which they've mentioned in, on on a lot of sports outlets uh media outlets um he's going to be more of like that red zone threat package he's probably going to be a, on a third down package you know um but um the way you know that he, you know he has a, a long injury uh, injury list, yeah, and I don't think we're gonna play him all the time, and I think we're gonna hang on to the tight ends that we do have, and um, with OJ Howard and Cameron Bray, um, and then we also have a fourth tight end that we we uh, resigned um, during free agency. Um, That's a lot of tight ends, man. Tanner, Tanner Hudson, who's like very promising as well. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, I don't think Gronk is going to be the tight end that's going to be out there. Um, the Bucks uh, media have said that they have gotten offers for OJ Howard, but the Bucks um, have asked for what they're asking for is a lot, which get, goes to tell them that they want to keep him. You know, so the not, only way the only way for them to trade the only way for them to trade OJ Howard is if you're giving me like two first round draft pick. I'm not giving him away like that. For I'm just I'm just yeah. This is hypothetically speaking. If they're asking for a lot, yeah. I'm assuming they're asking for a first round pick and stuff. And people are like, man, I'm not gonna give you first round for him. All right, that's cool. I'm keeping him then. But that's how we value him on the team. I'm assuming that's how it how it works. Well, when we were talking about it, when everybody was talking about trading him, I was like, dude, why would you trade a young, promising tight end? He may just need he might need some extra he might need some hands to catch the ball because he's fast. Then you I would keep him. You know, with Gronk coming into the picture. Grunk can teach, you know, him and Tanner Hudson how to be better players, how to be better tight ends. So Gronk, that way, when Grunk, Grunk huh? is a good player, but I don't. Grunk is a is a really good tight end, but I don't really see him being that veteran mentor type, though. You know, he's not like a a Tony Gonzalez or Jason Wayne kind of guy. Like, well, I think just he's just we, like a really good. At, I just think just because we've never seen him do it. No, but like his mentality, like you see how he is off the field and stuff like that, and how and like on and off the field, he's just really good and athletic and like an effective tight end. But like, I don't see him as like uh, one of those. Inte- I'm not calling Role him model. Dumb. I'm just like one of those intelligent. Uh, uh, tight ends that like can read defenses and stuff like that. You know, like I said, like I'm Jason Witten, um, Travis Kelsey, you. those guys are all around great tight ends. Excuse me. Hey, it's funny to see. It's funny to see these guys getting drafted right now to the Bucks because you know in past years it's like 
hey, you got drafted. They're excited. They got drafted. And it's like, you're going to the Bucks. Like, yeah, we got drafted. Now it's like Tom, they know Tom Brady's on the team. So everyone's like, oh, shit, I'm going to the Bucks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, I, that's what I see. I mean, I'm looking like with these, with Tom Brady coming in, with, you know, with the Gronk coming in, they should be, you know, since they're the past generation, they should be teaching the next generation how to be better players. You know, if that just would be my mentality, getting on, then I'm leaving. So, you know, if Jameis, if they could find a way to keep Jameis, he can work under Tom Brady. Tom Brady can start this year, whatever, get the championships they need. And when Tom Brady's ready to retire, at least Winston has been under a a veteran quarterback that can teach him how to be better. That's what I I would... That's what I would like to see, and that's what I like. That's what I like Bronx to see with the net with OJ Howard and Bray or Tanner Hudson is helping to be better tight ends, so that way his legacy can go on. That he trains other tight ends to be better. But honestly, I haven't really been paying that much close attention to the off season. All I know is that like outside the draft, a lot of people have been doing some trades. I think even the Eagles picked up some free agents and stuff like that. My team hasn't done anything, bro. I. I I'm lost, bro. I'm like. Do they have the cap space to go out and do get free agents? Is it? Is it? Is it, do you yeah, think that's what it is? Yeah, the Giants. The Giants got cap space because they let go of like their only. They let go of like Ogletree and the next best linebacker, bro. Like they cut quite a few people, and we saved like twenty or thirty million dollars extra in cap. So they got the cap space for a couple free agents and stuff like that, man. But I think it's we just because they, they're trying to rebuild. You know, we, we took the wide receiver coach from the Patriots as our head coach out of all positions from the Patriots. Yeah. The wide receiver coach, right? Like, but I don't know, man. That's why I'm like, I don't even see us making a playoffs like in the next two years, man. Maybe the third, but. It's probably gonna be. It's gonna come down to the Eagles and Cowboys again in our division. Nah, and maybe the Redskins. Next two or three. The Redskins look like Yeah, I think the Redskins are gonna be solid too. All right. Well, <clears throat> changing topics. Um, I wanted to quickly uh talk about um how um Warner Brothers has moved back the movie Tenant and Wonder Woman. Uh, release dates due to the coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. Um, now, do you guys think that, well, the reason why they're doing it is because they want to release these in theaters and they, they, they see these as theater release movies. They don't want to put it on demand. They don't want, they don't think that these movies should be a home movie thing and that's not what they made them for. But, uh, times have changed, and I don't think things are going to go back to normal yet and this quickly. Um, if if theaters were to start opening soon over the summer, do you got, would you yeah. guys go to the movies to start watching movies, to, to the theater to start watching movies? Do you feel confident enough to go to the theater to watch these movies? I, I mean, if, I you're can... gonna, if you're going to do, you, do the mask and gloves like you've already been doing, then why not? You know what I'm saying? But if you're not, it's just going to... It all depends on how when these movies are coming out. If you're talking well, about the, oh, the next month, maybe not because it's we're still recovering from it. So I'm, if, if you're talking about June and July, then yeah, that's two months past since we since the recovery. So I can I can deal with that two months. But you're talking about the next month, maybe not. 
I'll skip a month. I, I mean, you mentioned the mask and the gloves thing, but that's an optional thing. Not everybody is, is, it does that, you know, some people feel like I don't need to use that. You know, it's my body. It's, it's my, my prerogative. Um, I, I, I don't feel like the movie theater. Uh, I don't know if the, the theaters are going to change their, their seating arrangements to where they'll leave like two, two, two seats gap in between every, every every seat in the theater or what how they're going to do that to keep because you know the government still says we still need to keep doing the um what is it the the distance distance. social distancing so you have to implement that in the theater as well so they're not going to be able to sell every seat are they going to be able to sanitize every seat after every viewing yeah uh, yeah, yeah, that, they can. That they could do. Definitely, but I can understand like we're having the gaps, but for some people it may not be necessary. Like if it's couples, like if it's Tom and, and Tom and Suling go to the theater, do you really gonna put six feet between them? No, they're already around each other. They're couples. You can sit them right next to each other and maybe another party you can space them out, but you don't have to individually gap every single person. It would depend on the theater on how they want to manage it. If if a couple's coming in, they would be like, "Hey, we we don't care that you're a couple. This is what we're gonna go by. We're gonna go by." Pretty much, what they would do is is order. You have to order online. They won't. I guarantee they won't allow you to go there and pick a seat. You would have to do it online. So that to me, I would do it online anyways because then I know how the seating arrangements are gonna be. If I do it online, I can see I can see how they gapped it out. Because most of these theaters are smaller anyways. Now, they're not as big as they used to because all the seats are reclining chairs. So it's gonna, it's, you're going to have less seats anyways. So the only way you would be able to do it is to pre-order from home. So then that way the system can gap it out to where that way these seats are unavailable. These seats, so that way they can keep up with social distancing. But for a movie theater that try to make money, I, wouldn't open the, I would not open the movie theaters until we were two months past this so that way I feel more comfortable that we've uh, we've got past our social distancing to where we can be where everybody can fill the theaters up. Well, because that's what they're sense. shooting for is to make money off of it. Yeah, yeah, so you 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 wouldn't be able you should you shouldn't have to close or gap off seats. You would need to fill every seat so that way you make sure you get your money in. So if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, if you if you want to keep our social distance, sanitize every seat after the next movie. So that way, every seat can be filled. And I understand that, but I feel like at a certain point, employees are going to get lax because, oh man, we got to get the next the next group in. We got to get the next group in, and they're not going to, you know, because you're dealing with young cats who are usually working at these theaters. Are they going to just go? Oh, that's good enough. You know, they're not going to really sanitize the entire thing. And that's a, you know, and depending on what theater it is, you got quite a few seats. I personally will not go just yet. I would rather release it on demand and I'll pay the money to watch it at home. I still, well, I yeah, still think you'd make, they that, would still they make a lot of money doing that too. Not, not as much though. That's I the point. So. That's the problem though. Like, no, well, because like, okay. Like, I, okay, I think you okay, would no, okay, because yeah, you're in the comfort of your home. You're in the comfort of your home. You don't got to drive anywhere. You know, you can eat whatever you want at home, still watching the movie that you ordered. I think they'll actually make uh, make more money because 
for the people that can't make it to a movie theater, they have it right in front of them. No, but I think, quite, I, you know, but the, the thing it'll is, be the opposite, though. it'll be the opposite though, because if, with the movie theater, let's say like Black Widow, if all of us go see the movie Black Widow, 15 for me, 15 for Ed, 15 for Matt, 15 from Tom, or if we're like at home, maybe let's say we're all like, let's say we were all roommates, we all live together, only one of us has to pay for an admission, and then all four of us watch it. So they don't get as much money because you yeah you'll pay like five bucks more twenty bucks but you can have multiple people sit and watch the movie instead of each of those people individually getting a ticket and watching it at the theater so they're not gonna make as much movie that's why they pushing everything back until this thing blows over. Well, you could also have people that don't normally go to the theater, like Tom said, who have kids and don't have anybody to watch them and can't usually go to the movies at all, period, because they have no one to watch their kids. You have that group of people that don't ever go actually being able to actually purchase. And what about the people that can't go? Like they have they have to stay home. There's a there's a reason why they're staying home. They're sick or something. They don't, and they can't make it out to a theater. That's another thing. That's, you, you, right now with the coronavirus, like not everybody, like, not everybody can leave though. and go out right now. You still have to have your uh, older folks still have to stay home. It's not any, but movie no, but theaters they they make like, all their like they make all their revenue off of uh, the concessions anyway. Right, right. So I don't yeah. think it's gonna. But uh, to be honest, I think theater, I think you, if it's more available to you. Like right off a rip, I would, I would, I think they would make more money. That's just Black Widow would would drop on on demand. I think they would make a, a ton of money. It all it all depends how much they're charging them. If you're trying, if, if they charge you home, twenty bucks, they charge you twenty bucks. So so you go to the theater and you t- they, you t- you get charged thirteen dollars to go see it at you know the Epic or whatever, and you know for a convenience fee. I'll charge you twenty bucks for a movie. Why not? Well, give I'll the pay movies, twenty bucks. Give the movies. Not to get sick. Give the movies categories like yeah, the, the movies home, that drop on demand. And having multiple people watch it. Off you're not allowed to have multiple people in your house right now. But nobody knows that. You telling me so, okay? So if Tom gets a movie, <laughs> nobody else in his family is gonna watch the movie. Tom's gonna well, watch in his family, himself, but I, I can't time. like and the the times right now. You can't invite like fifty people over to your house to watch a movie. But nobody, nobody but said fifty people, but. I a see where Nate's coming from. Oh, I know too. I do too. But that's why I said you put the movies in in a, in a certain category, like movies that go in demand. The movies that are you you do do a category where they're prime movies, right? So you charge a little bit more. Let's say they exactly. charge you in, instead of twenty for a prime movie like um, Black Widow. Say, hey, we're gonna charge thirty-five to forty bucks, and the, and the prime prime range. All right, I'll, I'm worth. I'll pay the extra prime rate to watch the better movie, you know, rather than, you know, uh, a movie like, um, you know what I'm saying? Give them categories. But when you pay for this movie, is it yours to keep, right? Or no, is it no, so what, 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 what Ed's oh. saying, I think, is that if, say, okay, so say. You got five say, minutes, guys. Say the Black Widow happens, okay? So you pay either pay fifteen bucks to see it just one time, or if you want, you can pay a like a special golden membership, and you can, you know, pay for it 
like, you know, pay for it and you can see it whenever. You know what I mean? Well, no, that's not what I was referring to, but that's a good idea, too. You could do that, but... I mean, uh, like, like the membership like, thing. Like, the movies that are on demand right now that are that went straight from, from the theater to home, it's $20 to, to rent. And you only get it for 24 hours. That's it. That's like paper, that's pay-per-view. Right. That's like so it, it, then you put categories like, hey, uh, Bloodshot, 20 bucks on straight to demand. But if you want to watch, you know, one of these movies like Tenet, Wonder Woman or the higher, higher quality movies that's in the premiere tier, then you have to pay like 30 or 40 bucks for that movie for 24 hours. Mm. That way they make their money. Re- but see, then the theaters would lose because the theaters make more money, like Nate said, off of their concessions rather than the movies themselves. I'm not. I'm not paying thirty to forty bucks for a movie at one time. Just well, that's you. If it was Black Widow and I could watch it at home, I'll pay the thirty, forty bucks. I feel like that would be a big legal issue, though, because then like the cable is gonna decide what movie is gonna be prime and what's not. Where like the the studio that made the movie. It's gonna be like, how are you gonna consider our movie not prime and there's prime or whatever? They would, they just would just, have, they would, they would just have to pay more to get that movie on prime. The company would just have to pay, hey, this, we want this movie to be prime. Can you, like, so, like, say your big blockbuster movies, they can make those prime. Say, hey, we already know Marvel is a big company or Disney, make those prime movies. But well, yeah. force them to pay forty bucks, and if they don't want to pay, hey, take their chance in movie theaters and get it. Whatever you want to do, as is this truly up to you. But I mean. Nah, I can't pay 30, 40 bucks. I would do I it. Still, if I could watch I it still, at home, I would do it because I'm already going to spend 30, 40 bucks between my I'd family rather, to watch it. To be honest, I'd rather it be like a membership. Pay the one flat fee for a year and you get to see whatever movies you want. Man, well, we saw, you for, I did, you saw how dollars. that happened with MoviePass. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Like no, movie but, pass. That's, but that's... But I'm talking about at home. Movie Pass is not at home. You got to go. Yeah, to but they, you they have to charge a lot of money. You got to charge a lot of money for that one. Two hundred dollars. Fifty-five bucks for membership. No, no, no too cheap, bro. Two hundred dollars. Two zero zero for a whole, Would you pay two hundred dollars for a whole year? For a whole year to watch whatever movie comes out? Yeah, because how it adds up, that's still cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, no, yeah. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Would you pay two hundred dollars for a whole year membership to watch whatever movie comes out in the theaters? Everybody yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, then that's that's less than twenty bucks a month. That's like yep. what? Well, I'm just, I I'm, I'm just, just cheaper. I, I'm just throwing out the number, but I know they they're gonna probably go out even higher, knowing that people like knowing you guys say, yeah, oh, we're gonna jack it up even higher so we can get more money out of them. It's a year subscription. I can watch any movie I want then. Exactly. I don't. It's, how many times, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't break the times? bank. Even if it's just one time. Hey guys, um, we're running out of time. Uh, I just got my alert, so yeah, uh, yeah. we got to close it out. Uh, want to say thank you to everybody for uh, checking us out. Make sure you check us out next week. We're out of here. Deuces. Deuces. Uh, adios. Peace.